Hey, this is The Lowdown with Lindsay Lohan. This is my chance to share with you all some amazing people, places, and things that are inspiring to me. I hope that each episode will challenge you, inspire you, and give me the chance to share more of my life with all of you. Today I'm talking with musician Parson James. We're gonna discuss getting a start in New York, navigating through the music industry in the age of TikTok, and the lowdown on what he's working on. Welcome to The Lowdown. Well, I am Lindsay Lohan, and welcome to The Lowdown. Today, I have a very special guest, a very dear friend, family friend, and inspiration to a lot of people, including myself, Parson James. Welcome to The Lowdown. Hi. How are you? I'm great. I'm so excited. (laughs) I'm so happy for you to to be on this program. This is awesome. I know. It's so exciting to be able to actually see each other. We should definitely be Zooming more. What's wrong with us? I think that... (laughs) 2020 made people like so like we've zoomed enough that <laughs> maybe we took a break and we'll be yeah back on. yeah, we'll be back yeah. On. people want to be out and about <laughs> so Parson I just want just to introduce you to everyone listening um, just maybe tell us a little bit about yourself um, how, you know what made you want to pursue music um, how did you how did growing up in the South affect you as an artist and kind of bring that side of music into you? Um, just introduce yourself to everyone so that everyone can get to know the wonderful Parson James. Well, um, I grew up in South Carolina and um, I really don't remember a time as cliche as it sounds that I was not like opening my big mouth and singing. So um, I think that the first instance that I can recall that I was actually like enamored of music was when I was about five years old. And I had seen the movie Selena. And at that moment, it was at the end of the movie, there was like this, uh, her last ever performance. And it was like a bonus footage or something. And I just would watch and rewind and rewind and rewind. And I just got so obsessed. Um, And then from that point on, I just, I saw nothing else for myself to do. I was always like, I was always a singer. I found various ways to be involved in music where I was from was so like church heavy. so, you know, my dad is black and my mom is white. And so um, I went to a black church when I was growing up. And so the gospel elements sort of formed there. I was just going to say you had a lot of gospel. Yeah. In you. <laughs> and so, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had no choice. My grandma made me go to that to, to church like every Wednesday, Saturday, Monday, all the things, whatever. Um, and I fell in love with like choirs. I fell in love with, you know, that's where I just fell in love with the piano. That's where I fell in love with um big voices, interesting voices. And um, yeah, so I started doing like local talent competitions whenever I was a kid and like just anywhere that anyone would listen to me. And uh, ultimately I decided I was moving to New York City when I was like 16, turning 17. And I had a single, I had a single. I didn't know you moved to New York yeah. so young. Which it, it's crazy to me, but um, looking back at it now, I think I was just like, my town is like 2,000 people, Southern, small-minded and stuff. So I was looking for an escape in the biggest way. And I had to go like quick. So I'm thankful that my mom, I'm thankful my mom, you know, being a single parent, she allowed me to go, um, which, you know, that's amazing to me that she had that um, belief in me to let me go out there by myself. <laughs> and, um, yeah, especially New York. Like it's not an easy place to be on yeah. your own. 
especially when you're young and exactly. learning. Exactly, especially when you're like from a place that has just a few stoplights, right? Like, <laughs> like we navigate yeah. this big whimsical city, but yeah. So that's when it all started, and um, it yeah, it just it feels like it feels like um, you know at that time I was probably just like a little delusional, and I was just like. What I think delusion's good though. I think that like when you have these big like dreams and anything's possible, that's when you can find beauty um, in the madness and whatnot. So um, yeah, I just hit the ground. Yeah, because you're open-minded. Like, you don't know what's impossible yeah. yet. You haven't been like a, you know. There's no expectations. Just everything is just happening around exactly. you, kind of. Exactly. Yeah, I didn't. So because I never asked you those questions, like how old was were you when you came to New York? Sixteen. But how did you, what was your, what did you go to New York with the idea of? Were you like, I'm going to just start signing up to get some music gigs? Or how did that all come to um, fruition? I think, yeah, the idea at the time was I moved to New York and I was going to perform my thought process. I'm going to perform at every place that I can. I'm going to go out and about. I'm going to meet everybody. I, I mean, I'm, so, I mean, I was so young, I wasn't really getting into everybody's place, but yeah. I took up any like small gig that I could. So yeah, my, my dream was that it was I was going to get a record deal at some point. And, um, you know, for me, like New York was such a magical like place from the movies that, you know, I thought that you're going to walk into a club and they're going to be like, you got it, kid, you know, <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's and that's what I did start doing. I performed at so many random places. I had like a residency at this place. Did you ever go to Dwayne Park? Or did you know Dwayne Park? It was like yeah. I know it, but I didn't. I never went. And it was like at Bowery. I think it used to be the old Bowery Poetry Club and stuff. But I performed there like every Wednesday on a soul night, making like forty dollars or something. But I was so happy. <laughs> and yeah, yeah. Yeah, because New York is hard to live in. I mean, even it's more expensive now, even, but it still was always, you know, it's not easy to live in New York no. to just survive and eat. I, feel like I didn't care either, too. Like, I didn't mind where I was sleeping. I was in, I probably had like 18 to 19 different apartments when I lived. Like, I was always on a Craigslist finding an apartment, living with like seven people in Bushwick or something. Like, but I didn't care. And that was. You lived the real experience. Yeah, and of moving to New yeah, York. Yeah, exactly. It was it was a time, and it was definitely a time. I, I do credit New York with giving me... I'm so glad I moved there first and not LA first, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah, that would have been a big difference, yeah. I feel like. I mean, it's a whole different yeah. world. And I feel like in LA, you need a car, and like New York, you can walk everywhere, take the train, the subway. Like It just makes life yeah. easier. Um, and also you're surrounded by different people. New York's always, people are always yeah. moving. So you always feel like you have to be moving with them. Exactly. Yeah. The, the, the people thing is just a polar opposite. When I ultimately ended up actually moving to LA later, I was like, well, this would have been so weird for me as a kid at first. Like, And do you still prefer, where would you prefer? I mean, I know you're, you're, we'll talk about it in a minute, but where you are now, but do you, which is kind of like the middle ground of both, I feel like in a way, but, um, did you prefer, were you missing New York when you were in LA? Yes, so much because like I had, it, I'm so nostalgic to the place because again, being so young and doing so many things, just knowing that like, okay, I was always, I was this kid performing out there. I, you know, I came out of the closet there. I had, um, I got my record deal there. Like all these things that are just, 
me feel like it was my formative years and my coming into myself are based in New York. So I have that attachment to it. Um, I never wanted to move to LA. It was just at a time period. And you, you know, you remember yeah. this in the music industry, just like stop being in New York. It just went to LA. Yeah. Um, so I kind of just followed suit. The music industry has gone through so much in the last decade with TikTok and everything. How are you navigating your career with all of this change and how everything's happened? Um, yeah, TikTok's great. It is an incredible thing that has happened in so many ways. I feel um, even the resurgence of like older music, just because, you know, these kids just like a song and they don't know who it is or care how old it is. They just, you know, I find that to be so incredible that like, People can be winning and, you know, we have artists that maybe the single was 20 years ago and they'll re-release it because it's popping again or whatever. Um, so there's elements of it. Yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, that's exciting. That's really cool. For me, um, I struggle with the content part in terms of like, I don't know. I just, I, I, it's hard for me to sit and like be doing the like dances or <laughs> that sort of thing. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I can't do that. <laughs> like, and I appreciate it. It's not like I'm hating on it, but I, I've tried and tried yeah. and tried. Um, it's all yeah. It's hard because we're used to a different. It's it's like when I when I did the song um, coming yeah, back yeah, to me, fun. back to me. It, they, it, people were expecting me to like do my own video on yeah. TikTok. <laughs> I'm like, wait, I thought we need yeah. a budget. We need hair yeah. and makeup. We need a studio. Yeah. <laughs> I need a choreographer. You have to really do this, <laughs> and it's yeah. Like I feel so old school, um, because everything else is just done on its own, and it's kind of difficult to keep up with yeah. that. It is difficult to keep up with, and I don't know. It's funny that you know I, I, I'm super interested to see what the next phase of this is going to be. Like, where is that going to? What's going to happen now after the TikTok situation um, and this visual and these right. very short moments that make an impact for the song right because it's usually like a 12 second situation or something that is making this happen it's a yeah. portion of the song and you don't even know what the rest of it sounds like and stuff so it's hard for me to navigate but i'm not knocking it <laughs> yeah 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 of course no it doesn't sound like you are anyway it's just, I think it's just trying to grasp it instead and kind of keep up with the idea of what it is. I mean, if I were TikTok, I would just create my own record yeah. label. <laughs> TikTok, you should create your own label and me and Parson so will run it. That's not a thing. <laughs> I think, I, I'm surprised that's not a thing. That's crazy. Um, and I know that, yeah. Um, yeah, for me, like, my music is very soulful and deep and whatnot. Very personal, like, from what yeah. I know and, of it. Yeah, it's so personal and all that sort of stuff. And, so sometimes when I was sitting there trying to do TikToks for these, I'm like, well, gosh, this is kind of like not lighthearted. So, <laughs> so TikToks <laughs> and reels that I've done um, were more to show my personality, really. So the, I've, I've dabbled in that way, like where I found a sound really funny, and then I'll do. And I've seen you do it. Like, I mean, there's, 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 because I love yeah. the comedy part of the thing. It's just I haven't yet grasped the music part for myself, at least side of it of how to put it together yeah 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 i mean maybe we'll have to have a session together a tiktok uh, learning yeah. session <laughs> and we can That's play around exactly. we're gonna take a quick little break and we'll be right back i was gonna 
I was thinking about when you were touring a lot. Do you have you? When's the last time you toured? Um, full blown, like a full blown like tour for months and stuff has been since 20, 2019. Um, okay, that's yeah, kind of. I mean, recent. given what's been happening. Um, yeah. But then I've been doing I've been doing shows since probably mid twenty twenty, but like here and there, like so. Yeah, I did. I did a thing in New Zealand. I'm about to go to do another like thing in New Zealand in a few weeks, like in June. And I have, oh, that's yeah, exciting. I'm so stoked. Um, I have a question. Allie wanted me to ask you this. She said, what's your favorite thing to snack on when you're touring? Ooh, uh, <laughs> she's got, she's got <laughs> the good ones. I think that, um, oh, no. <laughs> on the city, my rider is so boring because I really just genuinely love charcuterie boards. <laughs> and that, Oh, yeah. me too. <laughs> I see a good charcuterie board and like that sort of vibe. That's cool. But if I'm in like, you know, London or something and they're, they're like array of chips that don't exist here or, or crisps that don't exist in America, yeah. they get me. I'm like, oh my God, I've never even thought of this flavor on <laughs> crisps or whatever. So they're a mix of those two. So what can we expect in your new music and what do you hope to inspire in people in your new music? I, um, I'm, I'm so excited about everything. Like, uh, moving to Nashville was, it was a, it was such a vital decision and moment and pivot for me as a human. Um, I left LA like, you know, right after the end of 2020 and it was really abrupt the way that I left, but the opportunities just kept presenting themselves. Like, you know, a housing situation worked out. Like, uh, you know, it just it was an easy exit for me to go start this scary but new journey to be in a city that I don't really know that well. I mean, I am Southern, but Nashville is, is a special place in its own, like, tight-knit community. So I wanted to challenge myself anyway and live alone for the first time. And so, you know, that experience has inspired the music because I had no other option besides fully sitting with myself and realizing and understanding things that I have needed to work through. And in, in doing that, it's made the music even more vulnerable, but it's also um, surprisingly given me an opportunity to sometimes not take that pain or take situations that could be otherwise um, seen as dark or whatever, like, and and able to take these mm. situations and kind of make light of some stuff in a way that is very indicative of my personality. So, you know, people might think, oh, that Carson guy's singing all these sad songs. What? I wonder. <laughs> and it's like, I am not that person every day. So I've been. But it's not, I mean, it might not be sad to you, right? It could just be people could, are they all yeah. sad? <laughs> no, they're not all sad. I, I will say they're not all sad. But um, I think that <clears throat> I've just. I've got, you know, I have some music that I never thought that I would be putting out, that I'm putting out that sounds sonically lighter than things I've ever done. And I just, That's I'm exciting. so excited. I just feel like, I feel that um, I'm just in this place right now where I'm just doing this for the fun and love of it, which was exactly what that person was doing when he was 16, 17 and moved into his That's fantastic. I really relate to that because when you're, you know, you're younger, um, for me personally, and it sounds like a little bit for you too, you're kind of, you're, you're just, you're always worried about what's next and how to make it and how to do it the right way. Right. 
So you're never, you're not really in the you side of it of what do I want? How do I want to do this? It's kind of like, you got to take what yeah. you're going to get and you just have to, you know, yeah. run with it. Exactly. Um, and then when you take that time for yourself to just start, you know, self-reflect, really take time to realize what makes you happy, what you, what is going to bring your work to a different level yeah. as an artist and your craft. Um, it, it, it's people, places, and things, and it's, and it's taking time alone for yourself. And, and when you get older and you can go back and look at that and kind of start working in your new self in a way, um, everything just feels different. Yeah. It's, re- it's like a whole new rebirth of exciting and, and it, it's, you know, it becomes contagious to others around you too. So I'm really happy that, you know, you've come into your own in, your, in the way that you want it Thank to Thank you. I mean, also I feel the same about you. I mean... It's just, yeah, you, you said, you hit it right on the, the head. Uh, what is that expression? Nail on the head. Um, Nail on the head. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it's, it had for so long been not about what I wanted it to be, like what they want or, you know, that sort of thing. So um, it just feels good. I, I mean, I do love living alone. I don't feel like I could ever live with another person again. I say that now, but. <laughs> it's just, you say that until you exactly. fall in love. Um, so, yeah, I'm. <laughs> Because I was living alone until I, right. until, you know, batter came into my life. So um, and I was, and it, maybe that's why that happened because I was living alone and taking, you know, learning what it's like to, and that was like, you know, really the first time I was really, really right. alone. I always had someone checking on an assistant or something or so. Yeah. Yeah. Living alone's refreshing. It is refreshing. Um, and you have to come visit Nashville whenever you get a chance. It's a funny place. I know. I'm going to come with Aliana. She's been there. I've never been. So you two will have to take me around. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yes. We got you. We got you. <laughs> so the project you're working on right now, there's nothing you can tell us really about the hmm. album title or anything. That's not. I will hold the title back. I'm so excited. Don't if you can. Don't. No, I, yeah. I will hold the title back. But, you know, uh, so my first ever EP was all about me coming out of the closet and I, it was very gospel inspired and it had all these gospel elements, but yeah, I was singing about something that the church told me like I was wrong for being. So I had this record that was so self reflective yeah. and it was all about like, you know, I'm never going to be quiet again. I'm going to speak up. I'm going to be proud of who I am. I'm going to own it and da 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 And in turn, I was hope- I hoped that people really resonated with that. Um, uh, and felt less alone too with that body of work. And this one, um, that kid that put that EP out, which I keep referring to myself as that way, but like that kid that put that EP out back then, I feel has just experienced so much in the music industry and life in general, as we all do love, disappointment, you know, abandonment from, you know, teens and like label situations and all that sort of stuff. But I've never in my entire yeah. life lost the ability to believe that something great was around the corner. So this record is like super positive in the in the way that I know that the best is yet to come. And I also want people. It is for you. Thank you. I want people that listen to it. it. Um, I want people that listen to it feel that comfort. And that could be in any way. Like if it has to do with they are hoping for the job or they hope that they can get to a place where they can fall in love or they hope that they can, you know, um, the messaging of it is very much inspirational in that way. Yeah. 
personal to me at the same time. So I am putting something out next month. So I'm excited about that. Next yeah. month. Oh my gosh. So I don't know when your episode will air, but I hope it's around the time that yours comes out. I hope we can queue it up yeah. so that this comes for your song. That yeah, would be great. Amazing. Yeah. So I'm glad we know. I'll send it to you, by the way. I'll send it to you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yay. You always send me things to listen to. You know you can no, trust me. I know I can. I'm like a boss when people send me stuff. <laughs> when we had, we used to have listening uh, moments all the time. You'd send, we'd just back and forth sending things. And yeah. I know. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the last time you were in Dubai that I it saw was in, you. Um, it was in New Year's. I know that. Um, oh, yeah. It was that yeah, long it was ago. In 2018 or 17. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's it's too, too long. It's beyond. I can't even. Um, but I, I hope that I can get back soon. I hope, I mean, you know, we all. Yeah, you're always welcome here for sure. We'll do something and Thank get you, you here. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Yeah, so that you have to come. To get back <laughs> over there. So excited to see you in person. How long are you in LA for? I'm here until the 20, 24th. I have not made the decision if I'm going to Coachella <laughs> or not. I probably won't. <laughs> but that would be the only. I have, I've been. Maybe don't go until you're performing yeah. at it. I'm, you know, <laughs> only go when you're. Performing. That's that's when it's actually fun. <laughs> um, yeah, but I think that I, yeah, I think I leave on the twenty fourth, and from here I'm gonna go over to the UK actually for a little thing, and um, when I get back from the UK, which is like second week of May, that's when I'm doing this special thing where I'm performing the new record and stuff, but. Um, Okay, great. Um, it'll be a really special moment. I'm overwhelmed by the ideas that we have and who's involved. And, uh, yeah. Okay, don't don't leave. don't give it away. It's okay. Even though I should be doing the opposite and getting you to pushing you to give it for the listeners. <laughs> give me the lowdown, Parson. Give me oh, the yeah. lowdown. What is it? Oh yeah. <laughs> hey, we're gonna take a quick little break, and we'll be right back. We're going to play a little game. There's there's two games. One's called This is This or That. Okay. So we're going to play a little game called This or That. Um, and it's just one or the other you okay. have to pick. And it's okay. quick. You have to okay. do it quick. Okay. I hope I'm good at this. Cottage Town or Big City? Ugh, guys, I've grown older Cottage Town. <laughs> <laughs> Electric Pop or Country? Oh, probably Country for the Riding. <laughs> live concert or listening party? Oh, a live show, always. Early bird or night owl? Night owl, yeah. <laughs> Los Angeles or Nashville? Nashville. <laughs> In studio or live performance? Always live performance. Streaming or record collecting? Oh, oh that's toughy. Um, that is tough. That's a tough one. Let's <laughs> say record collection. It's just nothing like it. <laughs> I just got, I have a um, record player and I have Stevie Nicks in it and, and Fleetwood Mac. That's literally like one of the first ever records I've, it's on. It's like a, fri a Friday afternoon hit and I, we put uh, it on. <laughs> yeah, I probably have all the same ones. <laughs> all right, Nashville hot chicken or Southern barbecue? Nashville hot chicken. Mm. 
telling you what. It's so good that I can't even describe to you when if you eat meat, I don't know if you do or not, but I do, I do. When you're there, you're doing that. And I like both. (laughs) Summer or winter? I love both. I hate being hot for no reason. Like if there's a body of water, then it's great. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So you couldn't live in Dubai in the summer. I don't think so. I wear too many hats. Because it's just it's just hot for no reason. Just sweating for nothing. (laughs) And it's not it's the humid hot, which you wouldn't expect because it's a desert, but it is humid hot here. Nashville's so bad too with humidity. But I always I've yeah. Oh, it is. How hot does it, it gets get there? It gets like hundred or something like that, but it's hum- It's swamp. It's like you walk outside and it's like you took another shower or something. It's like so bad. <laughs> I've luckily missed the hottest. That's like here. I've missed the hottest months. <laughs> okay, you're lucky then. It's like you have to almost plan your your tours for when it yeah. gets hot. <laughs> How do you do you do you like constantly find AC like as much as you can? <laughs> You kind of have to go from AC to car. Like in the summer, it's it's. Sometimes we've we've taken like walks, or I've tried to jog at night when I think it's cooling down. But in the summer, summer, in like August, it's you really can't. You just shouldn't. You just go from AC car AC. That would be nice. It's not like you can't. And with my white skin, I would be like a crisp piece of bacon, (laughs) or like. An overcooked salmon. Not that. I can't that. <laughs> I put some luck on here, and and it's like fifty or even. I mean, seventy. They say doesn't work even, but I find like I keep layering fifty, and I still get oh pink. Oh my gosh! In places, that's, it's that's, so strange. I don't oh understand my. it. <laughs> oh my! Yeah, I don't know how you. It's not like I get like cute freckles like no. I used to. I get like. Bright purple, pink, and then freckles. I don't know how you do it. <laughs> yeah, you just, it's not, we're lucky right now. The weather's still good, so. Good. Touch wood. I'll touch for you too. <laughs> All right, this next game is called The Low Down and Dirty. Ooh. It's not very <laughs> dirty. It's, <laughs> what's your all-time favorite song? It's so strange. <laughs> It's the only song that I sing at karaoke. I've never sang any other karaoke songs. And it's Video Games by Lana Del Rey. <laughs> oh, yeah, really? It's literally... I love that song. I love, I love her, her. That song. <laughs> yeah, it's funny because everyone at karaoke, my friends go out, everyone's singing like, Shut to the heart! Or something, and I'll just go up and... <laughs> <laughs> You're preserving your oh, voice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to think of what my karaoke song is. Yeah. I feel like it's like a 38 special sh- song or Journey. Oh, it is, I think it's Journey. We've been to karaoke before. I feel like it was Journey. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Journey. Yeah. <laughs> One of Journey's songs. Never. <laughs> I go old school though. I go like cuz it's like songs I listen 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 used to used to listen to. Songs I used to listen to when my dad was driving his sports car. <laughs> it's like, that's what I do with karaoke. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's definitely like a nostalgia about it. Like, you should be going to karaoke to sing songs that you were screaming at the top of your lungs as a kid. Exactly. Yeah. Or or I do hip-hop. I think my go-to is, I actually think my first go-to, my warm-up, is Forgot wow. About Dre. Eminem and Dr. Yep. Dre. 
That's because I know every single just to get the the, the, the muscles loose, just to like get just to get the juices moving. I feel feel like Juicy by Biggie is another one that is great for. That's another good one. (laughs) All right, who is your dream musical collab? (sighs) Adele, like that's just up there. Like Adele is beyond to me. but honestly, I think that if I did something with Chris Stapleton, it'd be mind-blowing. <laughs> oh, yeah, wow, yeah. I, I would love. I did a cover of Tennessee Whiskey that it, for some reason, went like top 10 in Australia for no reason. I don't know. It was just something that caught on, right? And yeah, really? I've always wished and wished that he heard. I don't know if he heard it or not, but I love his voice. You should send it to him directly and be like, let's, let's do it. Do- do yeah, it together. He obviously lives in Nashville, so I should find him. I mean, no shame in no, asking. There's not. There's not. Sure. I would just do it. <laughs> Who was your favorite musician growing up? Selena. It was it was always Selena, and it's so strange. I don't have any like I don't speak Spanish. I love her too. Really. I have her tattooed right here on my arm. I never yeah, noticed Selena's that. Selena's here. My mom's there. Anyone has a spirit. And I love that her sister was her drummer. Like, yeah, Suzette. Yeah. Ugh. The family. Such an icon. I mean, still talking about like 25 years later or something. 30 years almost later. Yeah. So, yeah, I love Selena. Okay, what country would you love to visit and why? <sighs> I mean, I would love to visit... The continent of Africa, and I think that I would like to see Zimbabwe in Africa. So I, I want to go obvious for obvious. I feel like it would be such an ethereal, powerful experience um, to kind of witness and be in that land. Um, for yeah, for so many reasons. For you know, to feel a little connected to my to my lineage, to feel to see it. Yeah. Like you know, it just. Yeah, it is bucket list for me. Maybe you could do something. I don't know if you're interested in this, but some work with Save the Children there, and then you could do a concert where you raise, you know, that could be something that that you could do. If I ever got that opportunity. And then you could even write a few songs there, an album there, just if you find peace. I bet you would be so inspiring. I bet you that would be a constant flow state of inspiration. Yeah, I think that would be great. What advice would you give to someone who wants to be a performer? Um, I would say, um, this is what I would say, because I truly do believe this, that nothing is impossible. <clears throat> if that's what your heart is telling you to do, go for it and try to keep the fun and the light in whatever you're doing. Um, and you have no choice but to be happy. Oh, I love that. Always. I feel like always. Yeah. Keep your chin up. Yeah. And be happy and realize and appreciate the simple things in life. We always forget that to live in gratitude. I always do a gratitude list. I do it every day. It's so important to do that. It is like a game yeah. changer. That yeah. I think it's, and it's just remind you of the things that you're grateful for, how simple some of the things could be. Could be like my bed. Yeah. <laughs> I love bed. that. Bed. I love this thing. Thank you for letting me be sleeping. Yeah. Or just having one, you know, we forget. We, we're 
there's so many things to be grateful for that we just, it's so easy in this world because it moves so fast to, to remember all that. And a big thing was a little thing. present is like another major, a major thing. Yes. I, mean, I don't know how you feel about this, but like some of the biggest bucket list moments for like, you know, with what I was dreaming about as a kid that I've gotten to do. I feel like I was moving so fast that like, you know, I don't have tangible, clear memories of some stuff. I'm not going to say that's a word. Yeah, you're future tripping. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's a, you're right. Stay in the present. Okay, what excites you most about the music industry right now? I'm excited. I'm excited about a lot of female representation and the production lines. I'm seeing so many female producers, which, you know, and I've got a chance to work with yeah. some, and I just feel that that's so brilliant to me. There is so much, um, I feel, I feel like so much potential for a whole entirely different music industry, given what it looks like gender wise or what it looks like, you know, mm -hmm. people that we just weren't seeing before. I, I find that to be amazing. I also find excitement in the fact that it's the wild, wild west in terms of you can, you can do what you want. You can, you know, and your people are, you know, no matter how many years you've taken off or whatever, say if you're in between projects or something, every it feels like you're forgiven if you have a great song. Like if you know what I'm saying, like people, people kind of are embracing people regardless of where they are, who they are. Like I think the TikTok thing that we talked about. Yeah. The kids probably don't even know what the artists look like. They just love the song. So the songs are getting the power now too. So that's, that's. Right. Which yeah. is great. Yeah, that's true. Um, what shows have you been binging lately? I literally just binged last night every single episode of Elite on Netflix. Have you seen? Oh, I haven't well, seen it's that. It's basically, it's a Spanish soap opera situation, but kind of like Euphoria, but from, it's based in Spain. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> so that one, and then I was so obsessed with Nine Perfect Strangers. Oh, me too. I loved that show. That was so good. Like, I wanted it to not end. And White Lotus 2 was another one that I was like, that was. White Lotus is great. It's so good. There's TV right um, I feel like you would like The Dropout. The Dropout's really good and super pumped. Is Dropout, great. it's about the Elizabeth, right? Elizabeth Holmes story, I've yeah. But Amanda thinks we've done that, and that's really good. And also, yeah, Super Pumped is, um, I'm blanking out on the name. What's super Pumped. Anyway, Super Pumped is really good. Good. Good to know. <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt is in it, and it's about the Uber story, the battle oh, for okay. Uber. That's good to know. I feel like you'd like that. I'm trying to think of what other shows. There's a new show coming out called Roar, which I'm looking forward to with Nicole Kidman and a bunch of other act great actors. I work for Nicole Kidman. Anyways. So, okay, last but not least. Well, there's two more things. What album do you have on repeat right um, now? Rosalia's new album, um, Motomami. Mm. She, um, she's from Catalan, Spain as well. She's just so cool to me. She's like effortlessly like so stylish and she's so experimental and her voice because she um, uses a lot of elements from uh, like Spanish, Spanish gypsy culture. So the music is. Oh, in, that's cool. I have oh to my listen gosh, to her. Yeah, I'll send you that album too. Um, She's. I was recently like on Jill Scott. You got Jill Scott on repeat. That's an amazing thing to have on repeat. 
Yeah, I remember, like, I was going through a phase. <laughs> okay, so, Parson, this has been so fun. Is there anything else you want to say to for everyone that's who's listening? Any other lowdown you want to give um, them? Anything I want to say thank you for having me and that I miss and love you deeply. So proud of you. This is an amazing platform that you have. It's been so great to talk, and I hope to see you IRL very soon. Um, I will say <laughs> there's a festival next month called Love Loud Festival, and it is based in Utah, and I and performing at that festival. Dan Reynolds of Imagine Dragons throws this um, festival every year and it's to support LGBT youth and to prevent suicide because there is a heavy amount of it in that region for the Mormon faith or whatnot. Um, and I get to debut my song there at Love Loud and I get to involve some beautiful children. Wow, that's incredible. And I'm very excited about that. So, And it's been a live stream on TikTok. So I'm just stoked. I'm so excited. <laughs> Congratulations. And 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 good for you for always, you know, giving back to other people and doing everything that you can to use your music um, to encourage people to love themselves more, which I think is really Thank beautiful. You. Um, love you, brother. Love you. I miss you too. Let's let's definitely speak more and thank you so much for coming on the lowdown. And uh, I will Nothing see you soon. Manifest it. <laughs> Parson is a dear family friend of mine and I'm so glad I was able to have him on my show. He has such a passion for music and it's inspiring to hear about his journey as an artist. He brings light to so many through his work and it was so cool to get an insider's look at his career. Parson has such a positive outlook on life and I'm really excited for the world to hear his new music. If you enjoyed our conversation, do me a favor, rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast and I'll talk to you next time on The Lowdown. love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.